Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. Sam Crowley here. Let's dive right in today's episode, and it's all about communicating. I'm buying another, another Kia, and I want to share with you why and what this means to you and why communication is currency and has a lot to do with this purpose-driven podcasting method I teach all the time in the Million Dollar Message. It's all about how we speak, how we communicate, and how it always has a happy ending when you know how to, what to say how to say it. All right. So in back in 2018, I leased a new Kia, gave it to my daughters, drive it to high school. No more daddy in the drop-off and pick-off line. You know, there we go. Another phase of parenthood gone. Well, I guess until my seven-year-old goes off to school. If she ever goes off to school, she's doing virtual school now. But anyway, January 7th of this year, I turned that Kia in and I leased a new one. And because autos are in such short supply, I mean, I don't know, man. I was, I've talked to a lot of car salesmen, a lot of general managers of dealerships. It's never been better. At least here in Cincinnati, car salesmen are making 40% more money than they were two years ago and doing really, and I'm not minimizing it, but hardly any work at all. I mean, right now, the Kia dealership has 23 Kias sold, and they haven't even arrived off the truck yet. They're already sold. They're already ordered. Nobody has to sell anything. It's just people getting on the internet saying, I want that. When it comes in, I want that. And so on January 7th, I put an order in for a new Forte for my daughters for, you know, just to keep them going so my wife can handle the household and she can drive our daughter to and from our seven-year-old. I've obviously got to have a car to get back and forth. And look, these are first world problems, man. When I grew up, one car, we had a Ford Fairmont and that was a, that was like buying a Cadillac. I remember in 1986, my senior year of high school, my mom with the help of my Uncle Jim, who was a 30-year retired FBI agent. You know, my mom didn't have two nickels to rub together, but my Uncle Jim retired after 30 years in the FBI. This dude, he had some cash, and he helped us out every now and again. He helped my mom get a car. And when the Ford Fairmont, when we went, now it was used, but when we got that Ford Fairmont, man, I thought I was driving a Cadillac, man. It was, and we had one car always. We never had two. We only had one car, never had a driveway, always parked on the steepest hill, Elm Street. Yes, I grew up on Elm Street in Bradford, PA. Steep hill, always had to use the emergency brake. And I'm telling you all this because I never grew up with a nice car. You know, I, you know, certainly not more than one, definitely not new cars. But as we get older, what do we try to do as parents? We try to make our children's uh, future better than what we had, you know, their childhood better than what we had, you know. And it's not that buy, we're not buying their love. It's like, hey, we got, we got money to get a car. Let's get a car. Make it easier on mom, make it easier on dad, and here's the kids driving to and from. So on January 7th, lease a new Kia, set to arrive the end of January. I get the call, I go pick it up. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. 
and I gave them the keys to my old Kia. They gave them the keys to the new one. Problem was, I was supposed to get four grand at closing, didn't get it because that's how much value was in this car from three years ago. The residual value was so high because there's no supply. They want, they go, we want your Kia, and we'll take the lease old one off your hands. And here's a check for four grand. Well, I had to wrestle the check away, blah, blah, blah. I did a podcast about it back in February. Finally got the check for four grand. Uh, Not easy, you know, and nobody really cared about me after I left the dealership, uh, especially my sales rep. And I'm like, hey, where's this four grand? So finally I got it. Then the next domino to fall was they put a 60-day late on my credit report. Kia Finance did because something happened between the dealership and Kia Finance, who was the leasing agent at the time. And this was just a month ago, and I'm, I'm going back and forth. I'm like, hey, guys, I monitor my credit like a hawk. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, and it dropped my credit score 52 points by having a 60-day late, and I wasn't late on my payment. They just didn't get the check from the Kia dealer. I don't know what happened. So anyway, I, I started sending certified letters, civil lawsuit, all this stuff, because I know this credit repair game. I was in it for a while when I was uh, back when I went bankrupt. I started getting all these nasty things off my credit report. So I know that credit report game. And I know how to do it. And I know what to say, how to say it in the letter. And anyway, in the meantime, I'm communicating with the general manager of the Kia dealership. And he had no idea any of this was going on. He's like, oh, my God, that's not your problem. We sent all the money to Kia Finance. Holy cow. So anyway, happy ending to that story. Uh, Finally, just last week, got the 60-day late taken off my credit report. So now my scores shot right back up. Another 50 points. Crazy man, you got to monitor. I use myfico.com. It's 40 bucks a month, but you get an alert any single time anything happens. Anytime your credit is checked, anytime a balance goes up or down a dollar, it, it doesn't matter. You get an alert pretty much every day in your email what's going on with your credit. You need to monitor your credit like a hawk. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes of that stuff. So I know Equifax, Experience, TransUnion, TransUnion anything that's going on. Again, what's this got to do with messaging? I'll get to it in just a second. Here's the thing. Here's the real golden nugget. All right. The general manager at the Kia dealership, once he found out what was going on, that I didn't get my $4,000 check, that my credit got shot down as a result, he got on it. And he was communicating with me via phone, via email, back and forth. He's like, oh my God. He finally, after the four grand was done, he's like, Sam, after that four grand check I got, he's like, Sam, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I have no idea. I had no idea you didn't get your money. And then I said, hey, that's great. Um, got another problem here. My credit got shot down. He's like, oh, my. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's nothing he can do, you know. But once he found out about it, he communicated, man, at the highest level, back and forth with me, back and forth with Kia Finance, sending them all the documents they needed, and he got it done. So, now that my college daughter has graduated, I'm helping her get a car. She starts her new job with Fidelity in a month, and she needs a car. Guess where I'm going? Back to the general manager at the Kia dealership, where I just had this incredible nightmare, but I'm only dealing with him. You know, And I said, Rob, that's his name. I said, Rob, I want to only deal with you. He said, I totally get it. Let me get you some numbers back and forth, and now we're at the point where we're going to get that new car. All because, all because, Rob, the general manager at the Kia dealership, communicated with me. He addressed the problem, the pain point. What do we talk about all the time? Find the customer's pain point and then find the solution. All right. And that's all he had to do. This this isn't like we're not splitting atoms here. I mean, this isn't anything difficult. There's no, you know, algebraic equation that needs to happen or anything. He just needed to get the ball rolling and start communicating with me, 
with the Kia Finance. Hopefully gave the gift of feedback to a sales rep that, dude, once the customer buys the car, it's not like you just forget about them. If he, like, I started texting and emailing, I thought it, the best thing to do would do the sales rep, give him an opportunity. I always want to give people an opportunity to shine, all right? Even if they did something wrong, I want to give them an opportunity to shine and make it better and make them better. Well, unfortunately, the sales rep didn't give a crap, and he just kind of said, oh, you know what, I got the commission, whatever. That way, I, the guy's off our lot, yeah. So anyway, the new Kia Forte will be getting from the same dealership as a result of the general manager communicating, and that's all he had to do. Just talk, you know. Just start. You know, we can all handle bad news. We 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 don't mind good news. We can handle bad news. We're all adults, but what we can't handle is no news. And when you try to avoid a problem by not communicating back to somebody and and just thinking it'll go away on its own, what what happens? It always gets worse. It always multiplies because you just didn't hit it head on. Here's the thing: you got to do find the pain point with somebody. Find the solution, which is always a very simple, straight line from A to B. It may not be exciting, may not be easy, but it's very simple. There's a straight line with everybody from point A to point B. All I wanted was that four grand check. And then once I found out my credit went south as a result of a 60-day late placed on there, but I, I was never late ever on the car payment, then he addressed that. All right, this is point A for him is the credit report. Point B is get that thing off there and get the proper documentation back and forth. This happens in business a hundred times a day. The great communicators always make the most money because they don't need to be the smartest people. You just need to be empathetic to what that pain point is. And then point B is do the best you can. All I'm asking from anybody and all you want as a consumer, all you want anything is to just, hey, is anybody listening and let's just get this ball moving right along. You know, in my business, I've had several times I've had to pick up the phone. I always call. Well, first of all, I talk to clients all the time anyway. That's the beauty of being in the one-on-one coaching space is that the buck stops with me. If I make a mistake, and I have, man, and I've flubbed the dub many times, guess what I do? I pick up the phone and call. I've shot videos and sent them to the client apologizing for something that went wrong. And if I made a mistake, I'm the first one to own it, man. I'm like, no, 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 this is your problem, blah, blah. No, that never works. Placing blame. Now, you know, even fall on the sword. Even if you're not wrong, what's so hard about falling on the sword and saying, you know what? Yeah, my bad, man. We'll make it better. You know, people really, really appreciate that. And had you asked me just two weeks ago if I would ever, ever go back to that dealership, the answer would have been unequivocally no, because my credit score was still down in the dumps. Nothing had been done about it. But behind the scenes, this guy, Rob, was making it work. And all he had to do was find the pain point, find the solution, communicate, and everything got better. Even if he wouldn't have got it done as quickly as he did, I still really respected this guy because he didn't run from it. You know, don't ever run from a situation where you think, oh, boy, I just want this to go away. It's not going to go away. It's just going to get worse. And especially if you're in sales. I grew up in sales. I've spent my entire life in sales. I've tried to run from problems with clients. You know, I was in the advertising game and the ad would come out and it would be wrong. I remember, I'll take you back to a situation. One on my honeymoon in 1998 and we were on a cruise ship. My wife and I were on a cruise. There's no communication on a cruise ship in 1998. There's no cell phones, so there's no way to even communicate with the outside world. I mean, we're sailing the the, the Caribbean Sea. I mean, we're down by Haiti. I get off the cruise ship. 
checked my cell phone in Fort Lauderdale when we dealt, when we finally boarded after seven days, and I think I had 30 voicemails from irate clients because I was in the Yellow Page advertising game. The new phone books came out in June. And back in the late 90s, Yellow Pages were everything. I mean, there's no Google. There's nothing. That's the only way local businesses had – well, not the only way, but it was a big way local businesses, plumbers, electricians – beauty salons and even car dealers it's the only way it was the best way they had to get new clients and we had a new printer who we were doing ads for they were doing our ads in the phone book and everything was messed up i mean it was just shot it was horrible the ads looked terrible and i I i'm like oh my god i've been on a cruise seven days and now i've got this waiting for me when i get back to work on monday you know what i did picked up the phone called every single person i'm on it I'm on it. I'm working on it. I'm I'm on and you know, some were really nice, like, yeah, I get it, man. It's not others were not <laughs> didn't give me much much leeway at all. But I got it. They were mad. This is their business. By the way, you can't change a yellow page yet. Once it comes out, phone books are out for a year, man. You're not changing that thing. So but what I didn't do is I didn't run from the problem. I addressed it head on. And I've always learned that in business that you must address these issues head on. And in relationships as well. You know, if you're married, what are you gonna do? hide in the living room and hope your spouse doesn't address the problem. No, hit it head on, man. Speak. Have a conversation. Communication is currency. It adds so much value to relationships, business and personal, that now you got me. Of all people, man, I never thought I'd be going back to this dealership ever. Here I am this week getting another car, all because Rob uh, was able to not only solve the problem, but just be a stand-up guy. Just be a stand-up guy, you know, and get it taken care of. So it's a happy ending to a story that's been going on now for the better part of five months, five months from when I originally walked in on January 7th and started this whole process that at the time I wish it I would have never done, but now it's like, okay, it's done. It wasn't easy. Yeah, there's a little pain in there, but when isn't there pain, you know? And the point is my college kid needs a car. We're going to get a car. We like the Kia, done deal. And I hope that message right there helped you in the sense that you know, you don't got to be the smartest person, all right? You don't got to have the answer right away. All you got to do is be able to communicate, and it really adds just so much value to a situation. All right, so don't run. Hit it head on. Talk. Always be talking. Uh, that's why I'm always getting back to people, even prospects. You know, they got a question. I don't necessarily want to send an email. I'll send a voice message inside of Facebook Messenger. I'll send a text message to them if I got their number. Uh, people that aren't even clients, if I think they'd be a great client of mine and I want to work with them and I know they got that message, that purpose-driven message inside of them, I'm not going to let them go. I'm going to keep the communication lines open, and it usually results in a new sale. It does because they hear my voice. It's unique. I had a guy I mentioned yesterday. He says, wow, man, I just want to get back to you. I Just your authenticness. Is that a word? Yeah, we'll just go with it. Inside of Facebook Messenger, you did just send a copy and paste message to me. I had a question. You sent me a voice message back for a minute. I'm like, yeah, a minute. Who can't talk for 60 seconds, you know, and just get back to me and answer a couple of questions. So it always results in a great relationship and most of the time in a sale. All right. So use that. I promise you it always works. Communication, communication. All right. Let's go. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you 
find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.